Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode 188 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. This is not your host, Lindsay Ray. This is your sit-in host, some guy in Austin here, live in Austin this week, coming to you um, on Lindsay's microphone. Now you're telling yourself, I tune in every week for the bright, vivacious, funny, hypnotic musings of Lindsay Ray, and occasionally she has her friend and her leeching host, co-host, some guy in Austin on to opine with respect to The Bachelor. Well, this week, unfortunately, like a couple weeks ago, Lindsay's tending to a personal issue uh, with a friend and she couldn't podcast. Now, I will tell you that uh, from a personal standpoint, it's uh, refreshing to have someone in my life like Lindsay who will drop everything in her own life for the sake of a close friend. And that's what's happening this week. She was kind enough to ask me to sit in for her and maybe make some observations on the show because like she does with most of her friends, she didn't want to let you down. Uh, and I am the one guy who she has sucked into watching this show as carefully as she does. So happy Friday if you're getting this on Friday. If you're getting it a little closer to the Thanksgiving holiday, please enjoy the week. Uh, it is a weird week in that we have our first COVID Thanksgiving. I know a lot of you are going to be seeing family Get friends from a distance, maybe on Zoom, maybe on FaceTime, maybe in the yard. But uh, remember why we're thankful. Remember we still live in a wonderful country and a wonderful place. And remember everything in your life that you're thankful for. Now, a couple things I'm thankful for today off the top of my head. Of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Mrs. Some Guy. She is um, a very tolerant woman. She takes care of me in many different ways. One of the ways that she takes care of me is that she allows me to watch the Real Housewives series with her. Now, if you hear some noise in the background, I'm just letting you know that Mrs. Some Guy is enjoying an episode of one of the Real Housewives franchises. Now, we're here, more importantly, for The Bachelorette. It's week two without Claire. Tasha has firmly taken the reins from a floundering, delusional, desperate, horribly dressed, if I might add, Claire. And God bless Claire. Um, I'm not an Instagram guy, but uh, I do at my lunch hour every day. I'll sit at Chipotle, for instance, outside, or I will go pick up a sandwich and I will sit and I will scroll through TMZ, um, look at the news, various other entertainment websites just to mindlessly evaporate into uh, the internet for a while. And uh, Claire and Dale seem to be having a good go of it these days. Um, various events, they're somewhere wintry, uh, hugging and kissing and canoodling. Um, I was trying to read the Morse code that he was blinking uh, to the audience one day. I made out SOS, um, but I couldn't make out much more than that. What I believe it said was, save me, Chris Harrison. I'm going to sue ABC and please send my check to my home address. So week two with Tasha back at the La Quinta Cuarto de Resorto, or whatever it's called, and we have some pretty foolish dates this week. Now, let me just say about Tasha, She looks absolutely fantastic. 
Very few bachelorettes have come in as uh, in shape and prepared as Tasha. Um, some of them overdo it with the weight loss. Some of them underdo it with the weight loss. Tasha looks, frankly, perfect. Her wardrobe is also 10 times better than Claire's. I don't know the extent that they go to pick that out or if they have a clothier, for instance. Um, I have a clothier. It's a company named Tom James, and I had a few uh, coats and shirts custom made, which is the way to go, by the way. The way not to go, by the way, is to have your clothier's phone number in your phone because uh, she, in my case, will call you every time they have what's called a trunk sale. Now, that sounds kind of dirty if you have a filthy mind, or it might sound kind of circusy if you have a um, clean mind, but they apparently have a trunk of their old stuff, and uh, you can go to their location and pick stuff out of the trunk, and they will tailor it for you. That happens, oh, I don't know, once every two days, so I get a phone call from them trying to sell me clothes. Other than that, the clothes are lovely. Seems to me that Tasha probably attended a couple of trunk sales, and she looks fantastic. She had the little uh, rip in the skirt thing with the legs sticking out this week with the gold strapless velvet black velvet dress. Um, Joe, the is it Joe the uh, anesthesiologist? That guy finally got some time. I was impressed with his time, although he's going absolutely nowhere. Um, but the first thing we have to talk about this week, or or how I'm going to break this down after a very long introduction about nothing, is I'm going to hit on five points that I thought were very important in this episode. Um, you're getting a man's view this week, which is probably somewhat refreshing and somewhat frustrating. The first point I want to go over is the, quote, grown-ass man date, meaning grown-ass would be a hyphenated word, meaning uh, a mature, perhaps, um, fully, fully grown, uh, post-puberty, any of those would probably apply, man, uh, which would imply a a certain gender, uh, meaning you have um, testes uh, and a y, XY chromosomes. And uh, you also um, wear very, very tight suits with very, very short pants. Uh, and you look ridiculous uh, in your morning clothes because apparently any man under 35 these days actually has an expensive pair of pajamas to walk around in. Um, the last pair of pajamas I owned probably Shazam pajamas or underoos, if you can remember those, uh, in the uh, in the late 70s uh, was probably the last time I actually owned a pair of pajamas. But, you know, look, pajamas made a comeback for the millennials, and these guys are sporting them every morning when Chris Harrison walks in the house in his, uh, in his Skechers and his uh, closely uh, placed uh, Fitbit. Uh, if you'll notice in this episode, by the way, when he walks in the house for the date card in his Skechers and his khaki pants, uh, truly dressing age appropriate these days, Chris Harrison. Uh, he's got a Fitbit on his left wrist, and he places the card with his left hand on the table, and they get a close-up of the Fitbit. When they go to the gross mandate, Chris Harrison introduces all of the men, and he has his Fitbit on the right wrist, which is directly at the camera. Very good product placement. Chris Harrison's probably catching a fat check. Uh, you know he doesn't count his steps. He doesn't have to. So we have the grown man challenge. Now, the challenge, quote unquote, was apparently not to look like a fool. Only a couple guys um, succeeded. Now, Joe, I think it's Joe, is that his name? The uh, anesthesiologist, the Asian anesthesiologist, say that five times in a row, um, gets some one-on-one -on -one time with Tasha. 
Uh, he culturally expressed himself by, I think they had some, some sushi or something with chopsticks, and uh, he made some jokes. Guy's surprisingly funny. He's kept quiet the whole time. I thought he did a really good job. I hate to use this term, but everyone can relate to it. He's more of a friend zone kind of guy than anything, in my opinion. Not really romantically attracted to him, but hey, it's always good to know an anesthesiologist and to go with the metaphor, at least he didn't put her to sleep. Now, we get to the grown-up man challenge, and the best I can tell, uh, it's a Jared and Ashley from the six episodes of Bachelor in Paradise. I think they're now married. I'm not really sure. Jared uh, has a little bit of a Steve Perry look going on with his hair uh, and the facial hair and his pointy chin. And Ashley Iconetti uh, has toned down the makeup. She actually looked fabulous. I thought she looked a lot better than she did on any other season. But that date was in the Quarto Day something. They had a chalkboard. It had a lot of boring furniture, desks, and things like that sitting around. And the men are going to go into a... Uh, testing mode. Now, Bennett, who I actually liked up until this episode, Bennett decides that he is going to tout his uh, credentials from Harvard. So, Bennett misspells limousine so that no one recognizes that Ed, the big hair Ed, not not the boy band guy, but the, the Italian guy that looks like he's 45, um, he misspells limousine too, but no one notices. Now, that's important later because Ed would prove that he couldn't spell limousine, but he would actually prove that he was much smarter than Chasen. So look, here's my first point. Anyone who goes to Harvard needs to prove that they're smart. Just just because they went to Harvard, they're not. Bennett clearly didn't. And I thought he he disappointed Tasha this week. I thought she was interested in him to a point, but he just really underperformed in the gross man test. And then Ed set up what would later be the controversial moment of the evening, Chasen. Now, my point number two, Chasen decides that the only way to get attention during the cooking portion of the grown-ass man contest is to take his shirt off, which, look, I think you could give Chasen any ask. Um, Chasen, congratulations, you're 16 today. We're going to go to the DPS and uh, take the license test. I think he would probably take his shirt off to do that. Jason, it's your mom. I'd like you to come over and help me move some things into the attic. I think he would probably take his shirt off for that. The guy makes McConaughey look modest. So Jason likes to take his shirt off, which he does, and then he climbs in bed with Tasha. Tasha had on some kind of silky green thing. And again, whoever's dressing her, doing her hair, A+. So the breakfast in bed portion of the grown man challenge is annoying and terrible. And then the ultimate uh, reward was given out. Now, Bennett was controversial in his robe. And I have to admit, I thought he was going to get the Growing Man Award. Uh, Ultimately, he does. Mr. Harvard, I think they're calling him now, gets a diploma. Uh, He sits there in his robe with his hairy chest and he kisses Tasha. Fine, he won the contest. Now, the um, Man-Child Award meaning the worst performer, I guess, goes to our friend Ed. Ed gets a baby, which he promptly names Carlos and carries for the rest of the episode. Jason drops an insult to Ed and calls him chicken legs after he fails the strength portion of the Grand Man Challenge. Look, 
the whole thing got really stupid after that. I think Jason couldn't take off his shirt at a certain point, and he had to use his brain, and that got really, really silly. Kenny, uh, who has the best hair in the house, I think Lindsay refers to him as high hair Kenny, really didn't get any airtime. He was a a key uh, fixture of the first couple episodes uh, and, and into Tasha's season. Now he's just been relegated to kind of a backseat player. Some of the other guys, too, that we'd seen a lot were not front and center. Easy was a good one that wasn't front and center. And then um, some of the younger guys. There's one guy, the the drug former drug addict guy, I can't remember his name, and the other guy that looks exactly like him. Those two guys made some traction. Now the date, the final date, is the oil me up with a paintbrush date and wrestle. I don't even want to talk about that. I think Lindsay might have some creative things to say about these shirtless guys, but they have to yell at each other in a very macho way, uh, and then they have to wrestle each other in oil. Uh, of course, Ed wants Chasen, and we're all waiting for that. Uh, Jordan takes off his glasses and beats the snot out of uh, somebody. Um, might have been Spencer. Uh, Easy um, does does a... Um, a good wrestling match. I heard Tasha yell at one point, his balls are in his face, um, which brings me to point number three. There's a lot of, shall we say, testicular humor this season. Uh, and I got to give The Bachelorette credit. They're doubling down on these filthy, disgusting, tasteless dates. Good for them. Uh, or after the last wrestling match, uh, then Chasen gets to take his shirt off again. Everybody's really happy about that, especially Chasen. Uh, but Ed wusses out. He's apparently got bad shoulders, even though he was doing a shoulder workout uh, and dumbbells at the beginning of the episode. Uh, so he chickens out, and then Noah hops the fence. This is my biggest point this week. Noah, the mustache guy, 25 years old, is the first guy to hop the fence. Now, I don't know if that was set up. Uh, very Colton-esque, hopping the fence in one fell swoop, but he decides to wrestle Chasen. I'll give the guy credit. He got a lot of grief for it, but that was a bold move. Chasen was literally twice his size, uh, in much better shape, superior athlete, and angry, by the way. Uh, and he was coming in in the stead of poor Ed and his bad shoulders. And uh, he he hung in there in a pair of jeans. And as a result, Tasha invites him to the cocktail party where he proceeds to be maligned by everybody. Tasha doesn't care. She shaves his mustache. Now, the mustache I want to talk about. We all know that throughout history, mustaches have come and gone. We used to have the handlebar mustache way back when guys were riding giant bikes with or giant or bikes with giant wheels in in the front and a tiny one in the back. Um, that made its way back when the hipster movement came in. Uh, in fact, the other day when I went into Starbucks with my mask, uh, I noticed that my masked barista. When he went to uh, hand me my um, pike, what I don't even know what size it is. I just say big pike because I don't know what the sizes are in Starbucks. When he went to hand me that, I noticed his loose mask was um, concealing a handlebar mustache. And I got to give him credit. It appeared to have mustache wax in it. Going full speed there on the mustache wax. Look, if you're going to wear a mask, there probably is no need to waste the extra mustache wax. But if you have the mustache wax in place, it really shows a commitment to the handlebar mustache. So 
In that regard, I've got to give my barista a little bit of credit. I've used this joke before, but um, that's the guy. He works at my local Starbucks. I went in one day, and I was trying to be clever, and uh, he said, what can I get you? And I said, I'd like an Ariana Grande because they have the, the Grandes. The, I don't know. I can never remember if the Grande is the biggest one or the smallest one, but I, I said, I'd like an Ariana Grande. And he just looked at me through his um, stiff handlebar mustache. And uh, he just looked at me until I, I repeated something or I said something that he could actually make. Humorless, humorless barista. I thought that was a pretty clever joke. So do me a favor. I'm going to ask for feedback on the Ariana Grande joke at Starbucks. So if you're in Starbucks this week, whether it's in the drive-thru, uh, whether it's uh, online where you, I think they have an app, go ahead and order an Ariana Grande. And maybe if you're really clever, get some foam in it or Ariana Grande with, with room or an Ariana Grande with three Splenda, something like that, and see what kind of reaction you get and then share it uh, in the comments to the podcast. Okay, so we shave the mustache. Um, Noah goes back and gets his electric razor. And by the way, I have that Philips razor, the, that electronic razor thing that they used, and uh, it's fantastic. If you're going to shave a stupid mustache on live TV, that's the device to have. The biggest point I took away from that is Noah looked a hundred times better without the mustache. So those are my points. Um, we've got a stupid contest, which uh, meant nothing. We've got Joe, the uh, the anesthesiologist, making some headway this week. We've got Noah um, with a bold move and an excellent mustache uh, that was removed and making him look much better looking. We've got Jared looking like Steve Perry, uh, and a bored Steve Perry, by the way, with Ashley Akinetti with a toned-down makeup look, more mature look, uh, hosting the Grand Man Contest. We've got Bennett proving himself not to be as smart as he is to be, or, or appears to be. And we've got Chasen taking his shirt off at every chance he gets. I don't know who got roses this week. I don't really care. I think that this season is going to get worse before it gets better. But I will say this. Tasha is an excellent bachelorette so far. I would go so far as to rate her right beneath Emily Maynard. I know that's a big statement for those of you who listened to me on this uh, podcast before or have read my blog, but she's a great pick. I would love to see her go on a one-on-one with Easy. That's my wish for next week. So stay safe, stay COVID-free, wear your mask in public, be nice to everybody, and everybody take five minutes of your own time between now and Thanksgiving and really think about what we're thankful this year. It's been a tough year. Uh, with the election, with COVID, with everything else going on. But by golly, all of us have some really good things to be thankful for 